0: Hello and welcome back to another market update brought to you by the team from micardo.com.au. This week we'll be covering off on grains with myself, Andrew Whitelaw, and wool with Robert Herman. Another interesting week in the grains market because we're just seeing so much volatility and so many big swings and it's just, just crazy. And uh, so let's look at the, the Chicago wheat market, which is generally the, the global benchmark. On the 25th of March, the contract was trading at $352 a tonne in in Aussie dollar terms. It's now fallen to $334, which is a considerable fall, $18 a tonne in 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 the space of just over a week. Uh, But at $334 a tonne, it's still a fairly good price. However, when you look at it, the week prior to hitting $352 a tonne, it was $310 a ton. You know, it's extremely big swings like that that are just astronomical and making it hard for decision making for, for, for growers and, and probably more so for consumers. But for growers, you know, you can still book in a swap at a traditionally pretty high number and guarantee what would be considered probably drought pricing without, without the drought. Uh, largely, the reason why uh, the the swap value has has dropped so much is a big part of that is due to the Australian dollar, which has gone from about fifty five cents up to, you know, a range of sixty to sixty two cents. Uh, it is fluctuating quite uh, quite dramatically as well. Uh, but fundamentally, when you look at a lot of the factors, the actual wheat market is quite well supplied. You know, we've got that. Uh, a lot of concerns about the global economy, which might re- result in reduced demand for wheat. Uh, Egypt, traditionally the world's largest exporter, it started a tender process to buy a couple of cargos, and then pulled it a couple of hours later. Uh, there was some speculation, uh, as there always is, about Russia bringing out an export ban, and that tends to be when there's nothing happening. Let's uh, let's let's uh, speculate on a Russian export ban. The reality is, the proposed ban is an export limit of 7 million tonnes between April and June. The reality is there wouldn't have been more than 7 million tonnes anyway exported, so it's largely, largely a bit of a gesture. Uh, But looking at the bigger picture, and that is always that grains come back to the fundamental supply and demand. And the reality is that we are looking at probably on a global basis near record production. And looking at an Australian point of view, look, I'll put my uh, i put my money on the table, and I will say that you can you can keep this and uh, you can uh, play it back to me in, in in nine months' time. But I think Australia is on track to have you know a top three wheat crop this year. So looking at the rainfall we've had, the rainfall we've got in the next eight days, plus a three month forecast from the bomb which I've never seen such a positive one from the bomb usually it's a bit of a you know a good forecast would be you know a, a 50/50 chance of uh, of median rainfall but this is looking like you know rainfall that will just force a crop up through the ground and it will be Absolutely fantastic. If so, if that eventuates, you know, I said in February that it will be a a twenty-seven million ton crop of wheat for this coming year, uh, if it, if it stayed on average. But twenty-seven. If if we get what was forecast, we could be looking at oh, north of north of twenty-seven quite easily. Still, we're still working on a range though, probably that twenty-five to twenty-seven range at the moment. Uh, with, with potential for, for, for more and, and the range is probably looking more and more likely on that 27 instead of 25. So looking fantastic, really positive for, for grain. Uh, if you're a grower you can lock in a pretty good price and by the looks of it also have uh, pretty good yields which typically uh, you don't often get good yields and good prices unless you're in, uh, in the western districts of uh, Victoria. So the other market that's been really interesting in the last couple of weeks and, and probably the one that we think is at the most risk in terms of broadacre commodities is is wool and they've had some well, a shellacking over the past week and so one of the uh robert is probably probably the, the best known uh wool commentator in the industry and so we'll pass you off to robert who will be able to fill you in on what is happening in in the wool market and uh yeah if you're uh if you're of a nervous disposition when it comes to wool, then probably a step away now. Thanks very much, Robert. This week, the
1: wool market had a shocker. The market or the COVID-19 impact on the global economy came home to roost well and truly in this week's wool market. There was a couple of key factors that played on it. Firstly, the Aussie dollar was stronger. That, that was sort of a minor player, but it didn't help. We also had border closures in Italy and India, and these two countries being number three and number uh, number two and number three in the buying list, um, that that took away some underlying demand. But we also had the issue of finance uh, of exporters trying to find finance during this difficult time, and that caused buyers dramatically to reduce their buying limits. By the end of the week, the East market indicator had its largest forward percentage term since May of 2003. Um, The buyers reacted last week to the concerns about supply and the risk that perhaps the sales might end, but now that move and that uh, activity seems very premature. It was also, in terms of China, it was news out of China that um, the mills were getting back to activity and getting back to uh, starting to try and process to some sort of normal, uh, what, what would be considered normal But the problem they were finding was that the uh, lack of orders coming in from retailers for the next year's Northern Hemisphere winter just weren't emerging. They weren't coming. And when you think about it, the countries involved, so the European countries, uh, the USA, all those stores are in lockdown and and there's no one there anyway. But there's also a real lack of confidence from uh, right around the globe. And that's what's playing back into the wool market. So on the, on the week we saw the Eastern market indicator, uh, close at 1287. That was down from the week before of 1442. And in US dollar terms, uh, it was down from 806 last week to, to close at 789. So a really poor performance in price wise. Uh, growers responded by, um, first of all withdrawing quite a bit of wool prior to the sale, but then also passing in 44.9% of what was eventually offered, and this meant that just over 20,000 bales were sold for the week. So that's one of the lowest um, uh, sale numbers you've seen. But interestingly enough, the uh, next week's sale there's another 44,200 bales currently listed for for auction. So there are still a lot of growers who are keen to try and cash in at this time, get turn the uh, turn the wool bales they're holding into cash, and I guess that makes sense. But what we're seeing is once they, they're confronted with the price, uh, it's a different story. So, as to next week, what happens really is anyone's guess. Uh, confidence is shot from the buyer perspective and their hands are tied because, um, you know, mills and aren't putting the orders in. Finance is difficult. However, probably the only thing we can be assured of is that the 44,000 bales currently rostered won't all be sold. In fact, it'll probably be a lot less than that by the time this, the week weekends next week so it's a really difficult time for everybody but uh, the wool market being a um, discretionary spend is probably looking down the barrel of some pretty hard uh, times ahead Uh, and of course that's going to play into the um, activities at farm level, will farmers who have been in drought um, go back to merino sheep now or will they make other decisions Uh, will the Australian Wool Innovation have enough uh, wool levy money to fund its uh, commitments to promoting and uh, promoting wool and for the R&D departments. All these um, types of issues come up now when we see the market pull back to this level. Remembering that it's not just the price that's coming back, it's the uh, volume of wool that's coming back. I think this week we're we're looking at about 6,000 bales per week fewer has been sold this year than last year, which tallies up to about 200,000 bales. So it's a lot of, it's less wool, lower price, uh, more volatility. Uh, there's not a lot of good stuff around at the moment. But then, as somebody said, we're not alone. Wool's not the only one that's being hit. So that's it from me. Thanks for listening. We're going to come back again next week and, and give you the update and the story. Um, if you like what you're hearing, please pass it on to others. Um, we love having listeners and we love having your feedback. You can contact us on micado.com.au and uh, look, all the best. As As everyone keeps saying, stay safe and also stay in touch with your mates. Cheers for now.